everybody um thank you very much for joining i wanted to talk today about dealing with the diagnosis um for you you know for those of you who aren't aware i had a diagnosis of breast cancer a few years ago so i've obviously you know i've i'm quite young i like to think um um, you know, I was 34, I think, when I was diagnosed. So it was quite quite young to obviously um to experience uh, breast cancer. And I think it's um a lot of obviously the difficulties and things like that that I um experienced, you know, other other people experienced as well. And receiving a diagnosis, whether it's cancer or you find out that you're terminally ill or you know, something happens where you have lost a leg in an accident and have been told that, you know, you're going to have to have a perspective. Anything like that is, you know, it is completely life changing, regardless of what your path ahead might look like. And whenever we experience something like that, it can often cause us to start reflecting on our lives and really wondering, okay, well, my, my life as it was no longer fits so what does my new you know what does my new path look like and um it's it's a really challenging it's a really really challenging thing and although you know many of us are surrounded by very supportive friends and family unless you know you have experienced it yourself you know people can offer empathy but it's it's very very difficult to really um get speaking to people that really know exactly what it is you're going through and although if you're watching this you know you, you might have had a completely different illness or um experience of trauma but essentially it does it does really get your brain thinking so i, I wanted to talk through a few things about um you know what what your path might look like and how it might be easier for you to cope with things moving forward um, and how you can really start to think about what your new path might look like um because then you'll be able to start navigating that and hopefully will make it you know a bit easier for you to really navigate your path forward um i have got a blog on this on my website guidinglight.guru as well that you can check out um but i'll talk through some of the points well i'll talk through all of the points really that um, that i mentioned on there so really th the first thing is that you know soul soul search search your soul like there is no better time to really embrace the opportunity to to sit and you know ask yourself all of them questions that maybe you didn't ask before you know we we really don't know ourselves that well as people you know there we we are filled you know with different distractions and social media and um you know really there's very very few people that would be able to say yes i know who i am i know exactly who i am and i think if you know, if I'm being honest, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know who I was. So chances are you probably don't really know who you are either. Um, but hopefully we can figure that out. And that's what soul searching is for. And there's no timeline, you know, don't be restricting yourself to a specific timeline with soul searching. Take as long as you need. You know, there are things like personally, I, I sat on Google. Um, I watched YouTube videos. I listened to podcasts. You know, I was asking myself all of those questions, you know, about my life, trying to figure out why why I'd got to the path that I had, not just with my illness, but just in life in general. I wanted to really question 
why was I sat here in this spot today? And that involved, you know, asking myself about my past relationships. Why had they went the way they did? You know, if I'd lost a job, what, why did I lose that job? What did I do to cause that? You know, why am I the person I am? Because I, I wasn't really, um, I knew that my life as it was, wasn't satisfying me. And I knew that something had to change. And really, um, my cancer diagnosis alongside my divorce that I went through the same week with <laughs> um, my separation. So uh, alongside all of that, that, that really caused me to wonder, so where am I going? Why, you know, why am I not happy in life? Why, why am I not happy with my husband? Why has my marriage not worked? And, you know, now I've got cancer, you know, and it, it really was like a, it was just a light bulb moment. And my experience led me to a full blown spiritual awakening. And that's not necessarily where yours will take you. You might not have experienced that, but you still might have had that light bulb moment or where you're thinking that something needs to change. And it might be because you desire that change. But also it might be because actually from a practicality point of view, the life that you had just isn't going to suit your, your illness. So you need to find something moving forward. You know, you need to find a new path and, and soul searching really is the best place to start. And um, journal, you know, I used to sit and talk to my chimney breast. You know, if my neighbours would have heard me, they would have thought I was crazy. But I would have sat on my sofa on my own with my box of tissues crying you know asking myself all these questions I would have meditated um you know I really took took meditation on board um but I, I used to sit and actually have conversations um with my chimney breast because I, I needed to talk to somebody and I you know I'm a firm believer in this spiritual world and I knew that I knew that they were listening to me and I know that I didn't need to talk out loud but it, it helped me with you know it was almost like talking therapy and I used to just sit and talk to my chimney breast and it was great and um you know do whatever don't don't be afraid to think that uh you know people are going to think you're nuts because we're all a bit nuts it's absolutely fine don't worry um so that brings me on to the next point as well and that is really sit in silence you know you you probably don't really do that enough and I think you know we all have busy lives like I'm I'm a single parent although you know my um my ex-husband does co-parent with me and you know we've got a very good relationship we've all got like different things that we're juggling work family um other maybe caring commitments for people um hobbies kids you know goodness knows what you have going on nobody Nobody knows what really what your life is like apart from you. But it is sometimes difficult even to get five minutes peace away from the noise and the chaos of our days. And a lot of people's days are very, very chaotic. But, um, you know, it is, it is very, very challenging to get five minutes peace. But honestly, if you can get that five minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's then work it up to 15 minutes, it is so important to get that time for yourself. You know, that ability to sit in silence and it is so difficult to do just with chaos. But the next challenge is actually pushing yourself to sit in that silence with your own thoughts, because that's whenever we really start to figure out who we are. And that can be very, very challenging to do, to actually sit and listen to your thoughts, to feel your feelings, to figure out what is going on in your head it is a very, very uncomfortable thing because we will uncover things that we really don't want to uncover. And 
it will upset us, it will make us angry, it will hurt us. You know, there'll be things that we have thought from um, our past where, you know, you, you might have thought to yourself, oh, that happened five years ago, I'm absolutely over that now. But really, what chances are, what you've done is you've sort of taken that, processed it and just not actually processed it you've buried it down somewhere um so there will be a lot of things that will start to bubble up that you maybe weren't aware of but it is so important to get that out because that is part of the the healing process about you know being able to let everything go from your, your past you know whatever comes up you have to deal with it so it although it's a very difficult thing to do it is a very very vital part of the process you know you need to be able to sit and sit with yourself and feel those emotions and really just get to know yourself. Um, the next thing as well is the importance of being around people that are going through something similar um, or people that you know that know what you're going through. So I'd, I'd mentioned obviously at the start that a lot of us are lucky enough to have really supportive family and friends. And that's great. That is so great that we have that. Um, not everybody will have it, but the majority of people are lucky enough to be blessed with a support network that they can rely on. Um, the challenge is that although people can provide us with the support and they can be empathetic towards what we're going through, nobody knows exactly what it is you're going through unless they've went, you know, went through it themselves. And even then, even when somebody has gone through it themselves, even then, they, they don't know your journey. You know, your journey is unique to you. You know, it is, a, it is completely unique to you. But being with somebody that has also lost a limb or being with somebody that has all, already been, you know, through the cancer diagnosis, you know, a woman that has lost her breast, you know, somebody that is on um, their journey and dealing with a terminal illness that knows that their, you know, their time on this earth is dead stunt. Like it's, it's something that we all know, but we we sort of live in this um, little bubble of being ignorant of when it's actually going to happen. So, you know, until, until you have went through that, you really can't properly empathise with somebody you certainly you can try to empathize but you, you don't know what it is they're going through so it is so important to seek out those people um i know with uh there was a cancer charity that i used that would have brought me to the hospital and back home for my treatment and that was a very good opportunity actually to get chatting to other people um that were also on a similar journey to me um you know when you're sat in the hospital waiting area you know with facebook groups were great like being able to seek out those people forums there was a forum that i joined online of like-minded women who had been through you know breast cancer um you know i knew uh it's like a friend of a friend of a friend had introduced me to somebody um so it is really really important to make those connections um and you know providing that you're usually being supportive you know you could find somebody that's so uplifting but you could also find somebody that is you know a bit of a debbie downer and that is unfortunate um hopefully you can offer some uplifting upliftment to them um but likewise you need to consider that you need to protect your energy as well um so make sure and seek out proper connections that are going to benefit the both of you where you can you know get some support there so I think that's really important. Um, 
Another thing as well that I wanted to talk about is the importance of not comparing your path to someone else's. Um, you know, we, we are all on a journey. You know, I, I could have somebody that has had the exact same diagnosis as me, same age as me, same circumstances, but their path and their journey will be completely different to mine because we're all individual. You know, none of us are made equal. We each cope with things better. We process things. Um, sorry, we, we cope differently with things. We process things differently. Um, you know, no two people will have the same experience. And that's fine. Like some people will absolutely fly through um, a diagnosis and get back on their feet. And other people won't. Other people will have, you know, some more struggles and will need a bit of a helping hand to get there. So, you know, don't don't compare yourself to other people. Don't be saying, oh, well, you know, she was back to work after three months or, you know, he, um, you know, he was off for two years. Like it, it doesn't matter. Go at your own pace. Do what you need to do. And the end result will be the same. You will get to the point where you need to get to. You'll get to the point where you want to get to. But do it in your own time and focus on your own journey, focus on your own path. Um, another thing as well is the importance of seeking out healing. So I am personally, I'm a Reiki practitioner, Yusui Reiki, and that is my thing. And I, you know, believe wholeheartedly in energy healing. But there are so many other healing systems out there. Um, you know, there's angelic healing. There's honestly, there's so many different healings that you can have. And the important thing is for you to find out what resonates with you, you're not expected to do this on your own. You know, nobody is expecting you to do anything on your own. And healing is great for physical. So if you've had surgery or something like that, or you've aches and pains, um, healing is great for the physical ailments, but healing is great for your emotions. Um, I can remember my first, uh, my first session with Reiki, I, I'd received a Reiki healing from somebody and I cried for 24 hours. Um, I honestly cried my eyes out for 24 hours and that was all this pent up emotion that was sort of sitting in my body that I had never processed and I had sort of just buried it down. You know, I'm a very happy-go-lucky person and, you know, I, I really hadn't done very well. I thought I really had my shit together um, and I didn't. I, that was when I started to crumble. Really, I was just keeping it all in. Um, so healing is very, very good for you from an, an emotional um, standpoint as well. And although there's a lot of things that we can do ourselves, help is there. You know, there are other people that you can go to that can give you help. And Western medicine is an amazing thing. But honestly, there are so many things from a holistic standpoint that you would be able to really get your teeth into. And that could end up being like a lifelong passion for you. You might find yourself thinking, well, I'll try this crystal healing and you'll go along or, you know, I'll try this uh, shamanic thing. I'll have a soul retrieval or whatever, you know, might call to you. And you might think, oh my God, this is my call and this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, but honestly, the, the journey of healing, although it's challenging, there are so many rewards in there as well for you. So definitely look at what's available. Google, do a bit of research. Like Reiki is my thing. It might not be yours. You know, do a bit of research, speak to people, see what they do, see what appeals to you. Maybe try a few things. Um, you know, you will be guided to the right thing. Your your higher self knows what's right for you. So you will be guided to the right thing. But you just need to, you know, 
get those slinkers moving and, and have a look on Google. That's probably the best way to start. Um, and I suppose the last thing is, you know, who, who are you? Like, a lot of us can't actually answer that question. You know, who are you as a person? You know, what is your core belief system? What do you stand for? Because I bet you, you can't really answer that. And I'd be surprised, it'd be interesting to see how many of you can, you know, feel free to comment below, but there's a lot of people wouldn't be able to answer that. I couldn't, I couldn't answer that. You know, it's taken me a while to get to that point. Um, but, you know, it, it is so important to really start thinking about who, who are the fundamentals of, of you? you? Who are you? Because that is going to be so important now on your journey moving forward. Because until you know who you are today and what you stand for, you're not going to be able to shape your future. So I'll leave you with that. Good luck on your healing. Um, if you have any questions, pop a comment in, contact me on email. Um, and yeah, great. Speak to you soon. Bye.